Hello, you're listening to Good Mom, Bad Words. Thank you for following us on our podcast adventure. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Good Mom, Bad Words. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Good Mom, Bad Words. I am Therese. I just needed to pop on here because I haven't been on here in a few uh, weeks, really. Uh, My life has been kind of insane lately. I just recently started a new full-time job, a really, really good one. I'm really proud of myself, something that's actually going to benefit my family and has really benefiting my children. It's a great place. My children are very happy, and that makes me very, very happy. But I've been just kind of not knowing what to talk about recently. I have a really great episode in mind for talking about children with disabilities, um, and things, uh, developmental delays and such, but I haven't had the time to do the research and things that I would like to do so that I'm not giving you guys false information. So I just thought I would come on here and kind of check in with you guys and see what's going on, see how life is, see how the holidays are getting ready to treat you. I know that with holidays, it can get really, really hard and life can get really insane this year. Um, we are in a place where I don't necessarily have a lot of money to go Christmas shopping and um, I just thought I would share some of the goofy shit that we have discussed this last week when it comes to Christmas and trying to figure out how to celebrate two birthdays, three if you count mine, but who counts their own birthday when you have a million kids? Definitely not me. Um, So... We've got two birthdays, three if you count mine, plus Jesus' birthday if you count that. And we've got Christmas. We've just got a lot going on. And we have been kind of a little bit stressed out about it. Um, But we've been kind of discussing, like, how we're going to get Christmas done when we definitely haven't shopped early enough. Like, we really should have been, had our Christmas shopping done in, like, June or July. But we haven't, and we didn't, and now we are completely fucked. I mean, (laughs) I have no idea how I'm going to do it. Luckily, I did get my daughter's uh, birthday party planned and paid for um, already. Thank God, because I have no, I have no freaking idea how I was going to do that if I didn't already have it done. So I got her stuff paid for and done for her birthday party. We will have that. I'm really excited about it. I'll definitely post some pictures on our Facebook page so you can see all the cute and amazing things that I went completely overboard um, completely overboard with. It's my first birthday party I'm planning, and I'm really excited for having an actual birthday party with my kids. COVID definitely got in the way of us being able to have actual birthday parties And half of my family hasn't even met my kids. So this is the first year where um, my kids have been with us for almost two years in January. Ariel will have been with us for two years in January. And this is the first time that some of my family will actually meet my kids when we see them at this birthday party and when we see them at Christmas. And I'm just like, I'm really excited about it and a little bit nervous, but... I'm really excited and I can't wait for it, but I'm excited to plan this birthday party and I've literally been going insane with it. Like I bought a lot of pink and gold and white stuff. Um, she's having a three-nager themed birthday. If you haven't listened to that podcast 
episode um, about my three-nager and my teenager. Definitely do. 2022 is bringing me a three-nager, a teenager, and a two-year-old. So pray for me. I'm about to be fucking really tired. (laughs) But I'm really excited to celebrate this party for her. I bought her a tutu and a really cute shirt that says Little Miss Three-Nager. And I'm literally just... I'm ridiculously excited. She's going to be so cute, and I'm hoping she'll have a lot of fun. And if she doesn't, at least I had fun planning it. Because <laughs> who knows? She might not have any fun, but I'm really hoping she does. I've uh, got some family coming. I'm really excited about that. Her um, godparents are coming. Her fo- They were her foster parents. Her godparents are coming. And I'm just, like, so excited. I think that's going... Some of the family members from their family are coming. That's also really exciting for me. Um, I haven't met them, but they played a pivotal role in my kid's life. So I'm really excited about that. And I just... I can't wait. I really can't wait to do this. Like, it's going to be really fun. But I wanted to share some silly things we talked about. And... um, a couple of serious things that are going on in our life right now that I would like to kind of let you guys in on the journey, but not fully let you in on the journey. But I'm going to give you, you know, a couple of new things going on. And if you guys can relate, I definitely want to be there for you guys um, in these moments because I we're going through a lot of crazy stuff right now. And the holidays definitely make it nine times harder, I think. So... Let's get into it. So I was having a hard time deciding on whether or not I should discuss the hard stuff first or the funny stuff first. And I think I'm going to start the funny, the hard stuff first and then we'll end with the funny stuff. Sorry, I'm drinking coffee. I'm not, I'm not supposed to be drinking coffee. I gave that up. It was really fucking with my anxiety and my, I was having panic attacks, but I'm really tired, so. And if you can't tell from my voice, I'm clearly exhausted, but I'm really trying to drink this coffee and power through my day. Um, So some hard stuff going on. I definitely started working full time, which is awesome. Honestly, I'm really happy about it. But I've also been like working from I get up at like six in the morning. I get my kids myself together, get my kids together. We leave the house around eight. And I'm gone until 7 p.m. It takes about 45 minutes for me to get to my job. And that has been really hard because I'm used to being here until 2 p.m., going to work 15 minutes down the street, coming home and being home by 6 o'clock and only being gone for four hours and having time to do all these things. So my house is a fucking disaster. It's definitely messy. Like, please, no one asks to come over. There's no room for you. I have no room for you. Um, <clears throat> I would love to say that my house isn't a disaster 95% of the time, but it is. Uh, My kids are little and they have a lot of things. Um, I'm going to go through all their shit this week and next week, trying to probably mostly next week because I have a couple days off work, but I am trying to go through their stuff so we can get rid of stuff for Christmas um, and maybe sell some stuff, maybe donate some stuff, all sorts of things because we're going to make room for more stuff that's going to come into our house. Especially when you have kids. Ugh, it's a lot. So I'm really trying to work on that. That's been kind of stressing me out. Um, but on top of all of that, we had some 
pivotal things happen for therapy for my kids. So my daughter is going to start actually joining us in session for therapy soon, which I'm really excited about. And I won't go into too much detail with that because that's her business in the future. I don't want her to be completely upset with me for sharing her entire life on my social media platforms and my podcasts. But it's definitely been really hard for me to realize that we've got to discuss a lot of really hard things um, with her about how she came to us and how we're not biologically her parents, um, but we are biologically related and we use different words. Sorry, I had a yawn, so I paused that. Um, uh, we use different words like we're her heart parents, like we, she came from our heart, we looked for her, we wanted her, like she's always been a part of us, she's always been in our heart. So when we discuss the hard parts about life with her, she'll know that she was always wanted. She was never unloved. Um, and we always talk about her foster parents and how wonderful they were. And luckily, we have a really great relationship with them, which isn't always possible. And I would advocate that it's super important if your children have wonderful foster parents. And I'm sure there's different cases that you really do keep them in their lives, especially if they've been there for a long term. Um, I think it's super important for foster parents to be a part of your child's life growing up. They've been with them for an entire part of their life. And if you don't know much about that portion of their life, they'll be there to explain that to them in the future and let them know that they were loved during that time too. There was never a part of their moment in life where they weren't loved and taken care of. So we are really advocate advocates for foster parents being involved in their life. And so we made ours her godparents and we're talking about them and how they got her and how they loved her and how they still love her and that's all a part of it and it's just really hard to think about the fact that I have to discuss this with an almost three-year-old about how hard her life really was and how it did affect her in a way that does cause her to have some emotional problems and it's the reason that she can't control her emotions and it's very exciting for me that I get to help her with that, but it's also really nerve-wracking and obviously without going into detail, my daughter's been through a lot and I want her to be happy and healthy and understand that what she's feeling is totally valid and okay. So that's been a really hard thing on me as well because I've just never want my daughter to be sad and feel as though she wasn't loved and because she's always been loved before we even knew she existed she was loved by us and when everyone found out she existed she was very much loved by many people and her foster parents loved her the second they got their phone call and I'll never forget that story like they had to wait an entire week before they could even get her and they loved her that entire moment and I just want her to know all of those things and I know that right now isn't the time to drop it all on her she barely talks like I mean she talks a lot, but not always coherently. And she's not going to understand everything, but I definitely want her to know all of those things in the future. So I'm very happy that I have them in our lives so I can ask them questions if I want to be the one that talks to her about it or have her go there and talk to them if she ever wants to talk to them in the future. It's You can never have too many people that love your kids. And I think I've said that more than enough times, but I'll never stop saying it like there's never going to be too many people in your child's life to love them and 
you should never take that love away if it's a safe and healthy and good love and it's not a manipulative pretend love then don't you shouldn't take it away from your kids never take away someone who really truly loves your children in a safe and wonderful way I think that there could just never be too many people that love your kids there's never too many people to be your family and family as I've said in other episodes family doesn't have to be blood family is what you make it and in our situation in our life the life that we live we very much live a life where we have chosen our family and we've chosen the family that we have through friends that have become family I have a friend named Mariah she's my best friend she is a family now like even if we don't talk for three days that's okay because at the end of the day I know she's there for me she's like my best friend and she's my family she's become family and my daughter's foster parents they're family now they are not her foster parents they're her godparents and they are our family they've become a part of us and it's just it's important to ensure that you have good support systems in your life that will help not only you but also your children and you don't want to feel alone and I feel like I've gained some really great friends and family through the situations that we've been through even if they were hard on one or all of us um, but that's been a very pivotal and insane moment in our lives. The, um, next crazy and awesome actually thing, but is, sorry, I got tripped up on my words. The other thing that's happened that's just actually very, very cool is that my son, my youngest son, my 20 month old, he graduated his physical therapy. He is a walker now. I officially have a walker. I officially have a 20-month-old who walks around and jumps around and is attempting to run and is playing and having such a good time and I'm literally have never been more proud in my entire life. Like seriously, the fact that he's walking is just so amazing. We were definitely told that he may not walk until he was 2 and the minute that we put his uh braces on his legs, he's got ankle braces. It literally changed the entire game plan. Like, it took a minute for him to get used to it, but he gained so much confidence. He has to wear them for about six months, and then we'll reevaluate whether or not he needs them anymore. But it's just really amazing that he is able to walk and run around with his friends at school, and he's going to play outside, and he's doing all these things that he wasn't necessarily able to do when he wasn't able to walk I mean we played outside but he wasn't able to run around in the grass and and play on the play things and it's just like so amazing to watch him be able to keep up with his sister now and get her back when she's trying to beat him up you know it's just so exciting to see these little things that like people take for granted like yeah it's really hard when you have two toddlers running around your house believe me believe me but The fact that I now know like he's getting ready to be able to start potty training and I mean probably not he's not mature enough for that yet but like the things that I was worried about because I wasn't sure not that he couldn't but that I wasn't sure how to navigate doing those things when he wasn't able to walk the fact that he can now do those things oh my gosh like I know that we'll be able to navigate it a little bit easier it's just one of the most proudest moments of my life I'm literally just so excited I like I can't wait to see how much more he grows in the next few months. I just, it's going to be amazing. I'm so proud of him. And I tell him that every day. I tell my kids how proud of them I am 
are every single day. Like if Arya has a really good day at school, we discuss it. If Kobe starts walking or doing something running or he had a really good day at school, we discuss it. I always want my kids to know how proud I am of them and it makes me very happy. If you hear crying in the background, it's because my husband's in charge and Arya probably pushed Kobe on the ground, but <laughs> it's, you know how it is. You got to take the time you get when you get it. I kind of snuck in here to do this podcast. Um, the, uh, oh, let's see. There's really nothing else crazy going on. Everything's been pretty good. Um, I've got some silly things I'll talk to you guys about in a little bit about Christmas and how we've been discussing that. Please, if you have children around, do not listen to this next part. Um with them because we don't want to ruin the beautiful magic of christmas i'll give you a break to ensure that you pause here or put in some headphones (laughs) so with christmas coming up and everything i'm always discussing that with my teenager well nearly teenager about what he wants for christmas because like it's impossible to decide what he wants like he's a teenager almost now and all he wants is electronics and games and cards to get games and just like that kind of crap and honestly with the way that the world is right now I don't really love buying him a bunch of electronics for Christmas I like to get him necessities things that he really needs or really wants that are more hobby like and not that electronics are terrible all the time but I honestly feel like a lot of the time, our electronics are making our brains and our kids' brains into a complete fucking mush. <coughs> and my stepson is just obsessed with electronics. And I've been really trying to get him to do other things. Like, he loves Legos, so I'm trying to get him to really play with play with Legos. Or um, reading books, things like that. So... I've been discussing with him what he wants, and the other day, I was, like, trying to talk to him, and some backstory, my stepson 100% believes that his father believes in Santa Claus. (laughs) He 100% thinks that my 33-year-old husband is a believer of Santa Claus. And if my stepson ever says that he doesn't believe in Santa Claus in front of my husband, he won't get presents anymore because he'll have ruined Christmas for his father and I will no longer pretend to be Santa Claus because my husband thinks that Santa Claus is real. And my husband 100% knows that I've told my son this. But it's just, like, a really fun way to, like, keep the spirit of Christmas alive while also being, like, more age-appropriate. Because, clearly, he doesn't believe in Santa Claus anymore. Like, he's 13, or going to be 13, and Santa Claus is not the first thing on his mind. He's more, like, wanting to discuss gifts and what you know, he wants, and he wants all these things, and he doesn't really believe in Santa Claus, he knows he gets presents, and no matter what, and blah, 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 but he, I have decided to keep the magic alive, because 
my husband loves Christmas. He loves Christmas more than anything in the world. And about probably three years ago, my stepson really decided he didn't believe in Santa Claus anymore. And I promise you, that broke my husband's heart. Like, my husband was so, so sad that his son was not believing anymore. And we got him for, like, another two years on thinking that we couldn't hear the Polar Express bell. And we have one of those on our tree. And we got him to think that, like, we couldn't hear it. And so he, like, legit believed that up until, like, honestly this Christmas. Because we just put it on our tree. <coughs> and he was testing it. And my husband said that he couldn't hear it. Or that he could hear it. And because he believes in Santa Claus. And he, I kept telling him, like, I don't. I don't believe that at all. Or I don't hear it at all. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, how do you not hear this bell? Like, he's going to be 13. And I still have him convinced that I cannot hear that fucking bell. <laughs> and it's super annoying. But also really, really funny and super cute. That you can still keep, like, little whimsical things alive. Like, yeah, when he's, like, 20 and I tell him the truth, he's going to be, like, super irritated with me probably. But it kept his dad's heart happy and kept my heart happy. But... Yeah, so my son wholeheartedly believes that my husband believes in Santa Claus. And because of this, I was discussing Christmas with him. And I was like, yo. Because that's how I talk to my kid. <laughs> yo. Just so you know. I think like half of Santa Claus's elves got knocked out by COVID last year. And we, I mean, they are like on back order with like a bunch of stuff. So... Like, Santa's a little bit, you know, behind, a little bit broke this year, trying to, like, do everything himself. So, like, what are some things you want that um, Santa could probably get that aren't on back order? Like, electronics, probably on back order, you know? And, like, that kind of thing. I mean, clearly, I was telling him that because, like, we are a little bit broke this Christmas. Like... Christmas isn't going to be, like, Xbox, I don't know, who plays Xbox anymore? Some people? I don't know. It's not going to be PS5 year, I can tell you that. So, I was, like, trying to see, like, if he wanted anything, and he did. He wanted, like, a Rubik's Cube and some books and a game and, like, a board game and stuff like that. And those are all totally doable and also really fun and made me really happy. And he wanted Legos and stuff like that. So, I got a good list out of him, but it was so funny because he was, like, Therese, like, the babies are sleeping, and I was like, Dominique, and I looked at his dad, and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I think Santa should bring me a Rubik's Cube, and, like, this book set, and I was just, like, I love it, like, it's my favorite lie that I'm telling him, and I'm gonna continue to tell him that for his entire life, like, my husband, every child, all of our children will think my husband believes in Santa Claus, like, we're keeping that magical freaking live in my house, okay? Santa's real. That's real life. Of course, we, like, celebrate the spirit of Christmas because we're Christian. Well, we're faith-based is what I call us because we're not... We don't really follow, like, a specific religion. But we are very faith-based. We do talk about, you know, Jesus and things like that. And I know that's not for everybody, and that's totally fine. Like I said, we're very open-minded, and we love everyone having their own beliefs, I think it's super cool and important, I think everyone's holidays are super neat and fun, and I try to teach my children about everything, but 
in our house. That's what we celebrate. And it's just, I'm keeping that magic alive forever. Like, as long as I possibly can. <laughs> like, my son will always think my husband believes in Santa Claus. And my husband will always pretend he does. And it makes him happy. Like, my husband's obsessed with Santa. He has a million Santa Claus figures. Like, a million. I love snowmen. Because I don't know why, but I just do. Little kids used to buy me snowmen a lot when I was, when I first started teaching for, like, Christmas gifts. And I love them. So, I typically ask for snowmen from, like, if they give me a secret Santa list or something, I'll be like, I love snowmen. And I do. But my husband and Santa, whoo, that's a whole nother level. We literally have probably four buckets full of Christmas items, and it's all Santa Claus stuff. And we have it all over our house, our apartment. And this year, I was like, we are not putting everything out. But every decoration that we do have out is Santa Claus. He gets a new Santa Claus from his mom every year. My mom and dad buy him Santa Claus things. Like, my husband loves Santa. He said when he was younger, Christmas was a really good memory for him. And... It's just something that he's held on to into his adult life, and I love it. Like, how fun is that? That, like, my 33-year-old husband is just, like, totally on board with pretending to believe in Santa. Like, that is so fun and so cute, and it's probably one of my favorite things about that crazy guy I married. Like, <laughs> it's his Santa thing. Like, it's so cute. I am not the biggest Christmas person. Like, I want to be, but I'm not. It's always a stressful time for me especially with kids like trying to navigate buying presents for everyone and then my birthday is right around there and then my daughter's birthday is around there which is super exciting and fun except for her birthday's on Christmas Eve which is like that's hard <laughs> but it's very exciting she's definitely definitely what is that a word uh absolutely not it's definitely hard but it's super fun and my husband um, loves the fact that her birthday's on Christmas Eve. It literally made his entire life. Like, that was definitely the stamp that sealed the letter. No, that doesn't make sense. Whatever. Sort of made sense. It's definitely what sealed the deal for us was that, uh, everything just felt in place because of her birthday and when it happened and the prayers that we prayed and the hopes that we had and all that thing, all those things, my husband and her birthday, that was like, his eyes lit up. He was like, on Christmas Eve, oh my gosh, it's perfect. He always wanted a daughter and he always has loved Christmas and it's just the perfect little mixeroo, but I definitely have talked my 13 year old into believing that his dad believes in Santa, and he's not allowed to say anything, and if he ever does, like, he, Christmas is ruined, he'll have ruined Christmas, so, maybe that's a lot of pressure to put on him, but also, like, who doesn't love that, who doesn't love that idea, it's so great, it's such a good idea, this year for Christmas, my kids are getting a bunch of things that they, like, need, or that are, like, smaller items, like, sensory necklaces, and, um, board games and you know cases to hold their barbies in and like maybe one barbie to go with it things like that because um they're getting a lot of gifts from other people and my daughter just had is having her birthday party and like i'm just not 
I can't. I can't. That's so many things in my house. I cannot fit anything else in this damn house. This apartment is not big enough for us, let alone all of our stuff. So, we're doing the best that we can. But, yeah. So, that's the silly stuff, I guess. I'm a little bit tired, so I'm definitely going to get off of here. But, I do have a really fun episode coming up soon. Um, okay, it's not really fun. I mean, it's it's interesting. My next episode will be about dealing with teenage behavior because I have not had to deal with a teenager yet and I think it might kill me. Um, us parents together are losing our fucking minds at this ho- at our house when it comes to our teenager. We love him dearly, but uh, kind of want to give him away. Um, if anyone needs any housework done, like he's for rent, for real. Um, just kidding, but, yeah, so that will be what the next episode about, oh my god, the next episode is about, and I'm also thinking that I will be doing my episode that I really want to do on disabilities and differently abled children and things of that nature, um, coming up soon also so I'm sorry I haven't posted for a while I know it's been a while I've honestly been just trying to get back into the swing of things when it comes to my life and working full-time again but I truly truly appreciate the people who, who do listen to all of my episodes I know there's at least a bunch of you honestly there's a bunch more of you than I expected there to be and every day there's more and that's just so exciting for me Um, but I can't wait to get more into some things that I know other people can relate to and, uh, talk about the holidays and things like that. So I plan on uploading again in a couple of days. So definitely listen and look and subscribe so that you guys know when I release new episodes and I just love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a good day today and every day. Oh, that was wrong. I hope you have a decent day today every day. Good days are just too overwhelming, right? That's way, way too much pressure. I hope you have a decent day today and every day. And as always, we will talk soon. Bye. Hey guys, thank you for listening to my episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at GoodMomBadWords, on my Facebook at GoodMomBadWords, and on my TikTok where you can find silly (laughs) videos of my kids. And I, TikTok is also at GoodMomBadWords. Thank you guys for listening and hope you have a decent day. Goodbye.